Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. I mean, <laughs> I think <laughs> I gotta say it. You know, lep in the hood, <laughs> come to do no good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a horror movie podcast. <sighs> Every week we get together, we watch the movie, we talk about it. And coming up on this episode, unfortunately, is Leprechaun in the Hood. Sometimes referred to as Leprechaun mm. 5 in the Hood. Mm. Which is the fifth, obviously, Leprechaun movie. We've done the first four. Uh, this was originally going to be right at the end of the Octoberthon. As things get shifted around a little bit as we're uh, prepping for Tim's impending uh, fatherhood. It's no secret. I've not been fond of these Leprechaun movies. Uh, really? <laughs> up until this point huh. uh up until this point okay right <laughs> and you know there's a reputation here that the two in the hood movies which is the last two leprechaun movies that warwick davis did uh mm-hmm. have a bit of a, a bit of a rep and mm-hmm. also a bit of a lip uh, <laughs> god this is going to be a nightmare <laughs> uh so yes We'll start spoiler-free if you give a shit, uh, but you probably don't. Um, so, I, uh, to start things off here, I'll just give you the basic premise. Uh, this ignores and contradicts all the continuity of the previous films, because it starts with a scene in the 70s that sets up the plot of the movie, and then time jumps to present day, which at the time is 2000. So, despite the fact that Leprechaun had three movies on Earth in the 90s uh, before this one, he was apparently completely made of stone and inside uh mr ice t's uh office the whole time mac Mac daddy to be precise mac daddy's the character name yes yeah uh ice t of course is the 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 real person Mm -hmm. although i get the impression he also gave himself that name because i don't i don't i don't imagine his parents named him that just a thought sure yeah mr and mrs t (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's quite funny actually. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I don't believe Mr. T has any uh, relation to uh, Mr. Ice T I think it's a coincidence that they both have T as the last mm-hmm. name yeah for, uh, for now yeah until someone proves us otherwise yes although there's probably a nice little fan fiction thing to be written there but sure um, and, who, and who knows maybe they um, maybe E.T. fits in there somewhere too yes maybe E.T. yes um, that's mm-hmm. possible uh, but so it contradicts all of the all of the the plots of the previous films because apparently he was uh, trapped in stone the entire time as those other films were playing out. But whatever, it's not this series I mean, is ever taking continuity with any type of. I mean, we don't know if this is the same leprechaun from each movie. <laughs> That's your argument. <laughs> <laughs> that's your argument that all the leprechauns all look like warwick davis they're all the exact same looking sure yeah a- i mean identical. i mean yeah i i i mean we don't know much about <laughs> leprechauns i mean they could just be this kind of you know like demon or monster that yeah they kind of look look and sound the same and so you know there's a possibility there this is going to be a long review <laughs> It's going to be a long review. I can't wait. I can't wait till you have to jokingly defend some stuff in this movie, Tim. 
I cannot wait because there are some problematic stuff in this one and I can't wait to see you try and spin it. <laughs> I cannot wait. I mean, I, I mean that's going to be tough. I, I, you know, at some point, you know, you do have to take something in context and say, okay, uh, I understand, you know, why this would have happened at this time. But yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's uh, maybe the one unfortunate thing about it is the one, the one. <laughs> Like I, I'm, I'm going to put my cards on the table here, right? Okay, please All do. Right. I have not enjoyed the Leprechaun films. Which one? <laughs> All four of them so far, right? Oh wow, okay, interesting. All right, I have made that mm-hmm. very clear in the reviews. Now Tim clearly mm-hmm. likes to pretend and play up how much he loves them pretend. to annoy me, right? <laughs> like in all seriousness, Tim does a bit of a character. You know, proclaiming them to be, you know, these amazing things, and clearly he doesn't believe that. He he has fun with them, sure, but he's he doesn't actually believe the shit he's saying for most of these reviews. It's it's his well, shtick. He's doing a thing. News right? to me, okay. He's doing a bit. <laughs> and alternatively, I I do think I play up my hatred a little bit, right? Not as much as Tim <laughs> plays up his love, because I do generally don't like any of these films. I don't think they're that enjoyable, <laughs> but. I do maybe go a little over the top with the hatred to counteract mm. Tim's love, right? Mm. I think that's a fair statement to say. So what I'm trying to say is, is that 1 to 4 are not good movies. They're pretty bad, but they're not the worst things ever, and they're kind of inoffensive for the most part. Leprechaun in the Hood makes those four look like masterpieces. Leprechaun in the Hood <laughs> is about a fraction of a sidestep away from Evil Bong in terms of quality. That is how wow. bad this movie is. This movie is garbage. Like, straight up garbage. Interesting. That's definitely one take. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you enjoy uh, mediocre rap music because this, do you know what it was making me think of? It was making me think What's a that? little bit of uh, the Howling 7 with all the line dancing scenes. <laughs> How many scenes there are in this of like, the main characters doing like uh, doing raps in various places because mm. that, that, the plot of this movie is that the uh, the three young men uh, mm. want to make it big. There's a competition coming up in Vegas, a rap like tournament or something. I don't, I don't, um, mm. And they, they're, they're kind of shit. <laughs> they're, they're not that good. No one really seems to like them. Uh, but they get the magical flute from from Leprechaun, and mm-hmm. that like basically it convinces everyone they're great because it like I don't know. They play the flute for like a couple of seconds. It, it, everyone gets all hypnotized by it, and then they think the songs are great. Um, right. Yeah. And both the Lep and the music producer who had the Lep, who had stolen them originally in the seventies, you know, uh, Mac Daddy. Uh, they're mm-hmm. both on the hunt for the flute back. So they're they're hunting them down. And that's the movie in a nutshell in terms of the, the, the premise. <laughs> but we're just getting started. <laughs> Would you like to tell me what you how you you know, do you enjoy Leprechaun in the Hood, Tim? Yeah, uh so I, I think it's interesting, because uh, what we have here is something that I don't think any other film uh could pull off which is once you send a character to space that's kind of 
you know, the final frontier, you know, that's usually the end point. Like that's when it's like, okay, yeah, we've kind of run out of ideas. There's not much we can use to heighten. Uh, and I think this is maybe the only movie I can think of that actually manages to do something worthwhile and, um, you know, say, okay, we've gone as big as we can. How can we scale it back and maybe do something a little more character focused, uh, which I think is, uh, really interesting on their part because, uh, you know, so many of the other movies were really concerned about the leprechauns agenda, but here we're following, you know, these three young, uh, you know, hip hop, uh, hopefuls, uh, you know, in a, in a quest to, you know, uh, attain, you know, fame and fortune and notoriety, uh, you know, in a tale that, you know, very closely mirrors, uh, Homer's odyssey, uh, you know, through trials and tribulations. And we have, uh, you know, the, the, these group of characters that are very <laughs> likable and they're going through, uh, you know, all these different set pieces uh, set against them, which I, I think is interesting in here. Uh, you have, you know, not just, uh, you know, the terror of the Lep, which obviously is, you know, this kind of, uh, you know, uh, dark encroaching, magical, you know, scary kind of slow burn horror, you know, creeping up on them. But you also have this, you know, immediate real life danger of Mac daddy, uh, who's also after them. And yeah, I, I honestly, I was skeptical going into this one and I was relieved at how much they pulled off. Uh, I, I do, you know, you try to say that I blindly love these movies, but you know, I am going to be a little harsh on this one. Cause you know, you mentioned earlier, there is some prob problematic stuff that unfortunately doesn't hold up nowadays. Uh, so I, yeah, I am going to have to knock it a few points, but I do think if you can get past that, there is uh, some real charm, some real unique uh, ingenuity uh, to play here. I like the, you know, focusing on something different. Like, honestly, you know, it was getting a little boring and a little stale, just kind of having all these kind of white protagonists and stuff in all these previous movies. So I do like that. You know, they're bringing it to uh, a different location and focusing on different types of characters. Uh, this is in this, this is so cheap and dirty. <laughs> so hey. cheap. And, I see what you're trying to do here. You're trying to like give it this this big like success story because it's it's. I, oh, this hey. is this is this is this is this is dirty. <laughs> this is dirty, and you know it. <laughs> Hey, I, I think this is this is a movie that has a lot to say that a lot of people will enjoy and find, uh, you know, it, it demands uh, multiple rewatches for sure. Uh, if you really want to get the most out of it, because uh, there's stuff I was picking up on here uh, that I had it in previous watches. And I'll, I'll admit it has been a while uh, since I've seen this one. But, you know, even <clears throat> knowing, you know, some of the, you know, general beats and everything, I, I was still surprised at how much of it uh, felt fresh and. Uh, I mean, you know, again, the, you know, this is still the the Leprechaun series, so we do have to, you know, acknowledge that the Leprechaun is in this. And, you know, Warwick David just seems like he's having a hell of a time on here. He's rapping. He has a flute. He has zombie fly girls. I mean, this is just a, a hoot from start to finish, uh, Wait, if you ask me. Do you mean to tell me that they gave Leprechaun even more powers randomly that have never been brought up before? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, one thing I like about the series is that 
it is constantly trying to reinvent itself and stay fresh. So, uh, I mean, I'm sorry that he's not just a guy with a machete or a butcher's knife who just walks around and stabs people for like, you know, nine to ten movies. Uh, but no, they like to try to mix it up and do different things. I think that's what kind of keeps the series fresh. Uh huh. That's that's uh that's interesting, Tim. Uh, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Um, so where to begin? And I guess I'll just give the spoiler mm. warning at this point because I don't really feel like trying to talk around <coughs> things because <coughs> the movie's uh, hot trash, and I feel like you can just not care about spoilers. Okay, I mean, I I think most people probably already watched it anyway, so. Beg to differ. Uh, so, <laughs> so I will thank our Patreon producers at a time of recording, which is Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Short, Born Now, Al Tribesman, Christopher Moy, Brett Williams, and David Brown. They're all $20 or more at patreon.com slash TV. And you can, of course, uh, support us over there for as little as $1 per month, get access to the back catalogue of bonus episodes, and you can, of course, uh, get early access at $5 and voting rates and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so we to have a look and see if you're interested. And you can also support us for free by simply hitting the like button and leaving comments and stuff like that. So please do not uh, feel like any of that goes to waste because all of it is very, very helpful. Yeah, and I, I would also like to thank, uh, even though they're not a, a Patreon subscriber, uh, I do think we should give thanks to Warwick Davis for bringing us such a, a seminal <clears throat> character that um, you know has managed to stay relevant uh, for multiple decades uh, in the character of the Lep. So... Thank you, Warwick. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. How, Tim, I, I feel like more and more, <laughs> these Leprechaun reviews are you saying something absolutely absurd and then me being dumbfounded and not knowing how to respond to any of the crap that you're saying. <laughs> That is becoming a cliche at this point of these lap reviews. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I'm just speaking from the heart here. I mean, I don't know if you need me to like place my hand on the book of the dead and swear <laughs> that you know uh, I, I, I'm, I'm giving you the lips on his truth here. I don't know uh, what else uh, I need to say here. Either that book of the dead is tiny, or Tim's a lot bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I, I do have to. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated because obviously I expect the next one to be a train wreck just like this. But I am fascinated when we get to Leprechaun uh, Origins or Reborn, whatever the the, the Hornswoggle one is, mm -hmm. uh, because I don't think you like that one, and I, I'm fascinated to mm -hmm. see what the review is going to be like when we get to one that betrays <laughs> the Leprechaun franchise. And mm -hmm. I, I just, I'm, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by that idea. Yeah. I mean, that, that will be an interesting episode for sure. Mm. Um, and I think there's a chance we might be doing that in the banked episodes <clears throat> before you go on paternity leave, but it might be after. I'm not sure. It's kind of borderline. We're definitely doing the second in the hood movie before you're on paternity okay. leave. Uh, I don't know Great. about the, the last the, the ones after that though they may be waiting until after you're back but yeah. <laughs> anyway uh, so as a flashback to this, so I want to get something clear 
this movie is absurdly cheap, right? This is what? some somehow it looks even cheaper than the last one. Uh, the opening scene is a flashback to the seventies, where Ice T has one of the worst wigs I have ever seen on a, an actor in my life, mm. to the point where there's a moment in this where he gets like knocked back against the wall and slides down, and I swear you can mm. see the wig shift forward. You can see it move mm-hmm. on his head. Well, I mean, you got to keep in mind he has a, a baseball bat in there. So it has to be, you know, a, a little big. <laughs> I'm not complaining the size. I'm complaining the fact that it looks <laughs> stupid. And yes, he has like multiple weapons hidden inside his his, uh, his afro there. It's the, mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, th- this movie knows what it's doing. It's having fun. Uh, I mean... You know, it, it's not trying to be Schindler's List or anything here. Uh, you know, it, it's a it's a live action cartoon, and it knows what it wants and what it's doing, and it, I think it portrays it uh, quite well. I mean, I I'd love to see what else he has hiding in that wig. Uh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's able to steal the flute. He puts the medallion on the leprechaun, which keeps him turned to stone. Which, to be fair, mm-hmm. I vaguely remember this being something from one of the other movies. Like, was, like, two or three, did they have this stone thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's how, like, three uh, starts off. I, yeah. I believe he's in a pawn shop uh, turned to stone. That sounds right, and, yeah. Yeah. And it's probably important to note that he doesn't actually uh, place it on him. He kind of... Uh, it, it's on, like, a, a loose board that he falls on, causing it to be flung into the air and falling on him. Yes, a good point. Yes, Mac Daddy is useless and doesn't do, even do anything. Leprechaun <laughs> does it to himself. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, he, it's not that he does it to himself. It's just that, you know, there's this idea of destiny that drives the movie. <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> this idea of destiny. Homer's Odyssey. <laughs> you are full of such shite. This is oh my god! Right, so we're interested in our three main characters. Uh, they're doing a little, you know, hip hop performance. Uh, but the 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 guy who does the uh the the beats or the plays the the, the track. I don't know what the official job title is. Like the DJ. The DJ, yeah, the DJ. Because yeah. two of them do rapping, and then the other one uh <laughs> do rapping. You can clearly tell I'm out of my element here with the uh, subject. But um, oh boy. <laughs> But he ends up like accidentally. So be like, would you would you have been more comfortable if this was like about yodeling instead of rapping? Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I definitely understand rap way more than I do yodeling. Um, but they, you know, they end up frying one of the speakers or something like that, and uh, it's like, okay. We're out of our luck. We need new equipment. We have to find a way to raise money, and we have a montage of them trying to hustle people like into buying this like old guitar one of them has. Mm-hmm. Uh, which for some reason they just throw away. Uh, there's some, <laughs> there's a questionable scene with an Asian uh, store owner, uh, Mister Chow, mm-hmm. I think his name was. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I, I I thought it was funny because yeah, my uh, you know wife's name uh, is Chow, so I always like to see uh, you know someone named Chow on screen. But unfortunately, yeah, he's not portrayed uh, the best. You know, no, it's a little stereotypically, unfortunately. Yeah, a bit of a stereotype. Um, yeah. um, of course, it's not the the worst example of uh, how someone is portrayed in this movie. We'll get no. to <laughs> no. we'll yeah. get to Miss Fontaine, uh, yeah. in due course. <laughs> but it, you have this thing where basically, like the 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 sort of more like 
I mean, I should get their names up. I, I mean, I, I mean, uh, it's uh, Postmaster P. Postmaster P is the main guy, yeah. Yeah, Stray Bullet, I think, and then uh, and Butch. Uh, Butch, yes. Uh, yeah. The parents must be so proud of these names. Uh, Stray Stray Bullet is <laughs> like basically. How about we go and try and like rock? Well, I should, well actually, I should probably mention they they meet mm-hmm. uh, Mac Daddy and they try to like get get him to listen to their demo tape, mm-hmm. and he listens to it, says their shit. Uh, it says, and this was a really like, weird message as well in the movie. It's like, hey, your your rap's too nice and like goody two shoes. Like, you have to talk about you know shooting people. You have to sing about hitting bitches. You have to sing about you know all this stuff. Um, well, I mean, I, I think that's you know part of the conflict of, of the movie is you have these characters that you're pretty quickly endeared to because you see uh, that you know they're they're kind of just trying to do their own thing. They're not trying to play by other people's rules they you know want to kind of spread this message of positivity but uh you know they're kind of there's this sneaking corruption of you know fame and fortune that says no that's not what society wants yes society wants you to talk about guns and bitches and blah blah and they're kind of fighting against it and you can kind of see this push and pull you know between like good and evil and these conflicting ideas of you know, should we compromise our dream uh, in order to achieve success? Or, yeah, should we, you know, stick to our moral grounds? And it's, um, you know, it's an interesting conflict that's played throughout the movie. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, if you might have not seen that, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe it went over my head a little bit, yeah. It's, a little bit, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what happened, I. <laughs> um, I mean, there is almost an arc that I can see them try to do with Postmaster P, who's the one who's against mm-hmm. this idea. Because they see that he has all this stuff, that he has this floating, like, gold and mm-hmm. stuff in his office. And Stray Bullet wants to rob the place, and Postmaster's like, wait, what, are you talking about crime? Are you talking about guns? What? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a part of this. And then it cuts to the very next scene when they're meeting up to go and do it, and Postmaster P just shows up. Like, there's no scene mm-hmm. of him struggling with it. There's no, like, reason why he gets more desperate and wants to go do this. He just shows up as he's agreeing to commit this crime with them. So they go in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the bonds of a, when you're part of a musical uh, group, there's a sense of bondsmanship and camaraderie that, you know, you can't really give up. You know, you you are kind of, you know, despite, you know, not necessarily believing in what you're doing, like, you know, you can't really go against the group there. It do, do you know what I mean, is, so the whole like like their goal of like making it big and going <laughs> to Vegas and winning this competition so they, they hit the big time and get a record deal. Mm-hmm. It all feels very like real. No, that's not the word no. I was going to go with. I was going to go with uh, naive and ignorant because it feels like they're just starting mm-hmm. out and think it just they're entitled. They expect that they're going to do this, and uh, mm-hmm. they acknowledge later on that they're not that good, which is good because <laughs> at least the movie's not mm-hmm. that dumb. But it's I don't know. It just like it feels like this is just something they're doing on a whim almost. They've been, they've, they've been practicing for maybe like a week, and they're at the point where they're willing to try and like go into a place with guns and rob it you know, rob this guy's office, uh, which, of course, ends up with Postmaster shooting uh, Mac Daddy. Mm. Now, luckily, Mac Daddy is bulletproof and somehow doesn't die. He's got, like, a like a, like a medallion or something that stops a bullet. I, I don't know quite what it was. But, 
it's it's lep magic for sure it's a slap magic okay sure yeah <laughs> um but this basically starts the cycle of the movie which is they're on the run they have to hide in various places and mm-hmm. you know you mac daddy's chasing after them uh leprechaun is ch- chasing after them i, I actually mm-hmm. felt did you not notice that there's probably a, uh less leprechaun in this than the, the previous movies is it because it felt like to me that yeah. there was long stretches where it just focused on them trying to get the next rap performance done yeah i mean mean, that's one of the things that i think is interesting is is it it, it interesting tim (laughs) tell tell me how interesting this movie is it's so interesting well because the the (laughs) leprechaun is often portrayed as being this uh you know this villain uh you know that's like stuck in the heroes whereas here he's much more of a force of nature if you will uh you know because like the real villain is probably you know mac daddy and the you know, conflict, um, you know, between choosing, you know, between like, you know, pursuing good and evil, uh, you know, that's all, all there as the, you know, the good and the bad. But then, yeah, like the lep is just kind of this chaotic force, uh, you know, that shows up at, you know, at the, you know, right time for the movie, wrong time for the characters for sure. Uh, but yeah, he almost like a tornado or something just kind of blows in and, you know, does his thing. And it's, uh, yeah, I think it's a very interesting take uh, to have here, um, you know, for the uh, the lep. And uh, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, one important thing uh, I think that you forgot to mention is uh, Mac Daddy keeps him like, you know, in his uh, office or studio or whatever. And so when they're robbing, uh, you know, things and they take the medallion off him, that's what uh, brings him back to life. So it is actually the you know, character's own hubris that does, you know, bring about this, you know, chaotic force in their lives, which is interesting. <laughs> oh, is it interesting? I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had One the, of the many takeaways. <laughs> you, had the, you had the gall to put in the word hubris <laughs> in, in there. The character's own hubris. Yeah. Uh, these characters, I mean, the, first of all, the acting across the board in this movie is pretty bad, right? Uh, no <laughs> it's no it is it's bad uh the dialogue is painfully repetitive and like redundant the, the, the characters are constantly saying things that don't mean anything that are oh, just I, I mean god forbid a character should say a thing in a movie no but they're just saying things that don't mean anything they're just reiterating the sort of the, the, the point they've already made is said like four or five times uh it's, it's really just nauseating just how much redundant dialogue there is in this movie and then on top of that the direction is is piss poor it looks made for tv at best uh the sound recording at times is actually quite bad and i never noticed that in a movie but there's legitimately a couple of scenes in this movie where i noticed that there'll there'll be a conversation between two characters and one of the characters will sound off mic where the mic's not close enough to them and it sounds bad like it should have been ADR'd, and it isn't but you know it just makes the whole thing feel very sloppy it's very slapdash I mean, I admit it has more of an indie darling kind of feel than <laughs> the other movies. Look, for sure. Look, this is going out way in advance of this other thing, but we just recorded a review for January for the Transfiguration, which is actually an indie art house darling. Is actually a phenomenal little movie, and Tim has the gall to try and reuse <laughs> phrases that I used in that review against me and Leprechaun <laughs> in the Hood. How dare you! I mean, yeah, I, obviously they weren't filming in IMAX or anything for this, but uh, I think, 
<clears throat> I think though you can see that they what they were able to accomplish with uh you know uh, the shoestring budget as it was I actually think it's pretty impressive. Second of all, how dare you? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> how dare you? How dare I? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I just so. You know, there's, there's a guy who's selling them the equipment uh, <laughs> to is apparently having a relationship with one of the, with Stray Bullet's mom, and then he gets killed <laughs> because apparently Leprechaun's whole thing in this movie is that he's brainwashing people into being his drones, so he gets a lot of attractive women to be his drones with glowing yeah. green eyes, so that he's got like his, a little army. His, yeah, they're his zombie fly girls, as he calls them. Why all of a sudden does 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 he uh, have this power? I mean, it's not like any of the other movies that they did a checklist and they've said, like, hey, this is all the powers I have. Like, it's reasonable to assume that, you know, this mythological being has powers that, you know, we're not all aware of. There's several scenes where, you know, his telekinesis would come in handy and he doesn't use it. And I'm just saying that mm -hmm. there's a lot of powers that seem to get introduced later. That, hey, there's a lot of moments in the past movies where that may have been quite handy. Uh, my favorite one in this one is that he can literally just like basically blast someone like through the chest like he's he's fired a shotgun <laughs> at them. I agree. I do like that. He just makes the chest explode. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They end up going to hide mm. at Miss Fontaine's. Miss Fontaine. Uh, I'm actually scared of talking about this. I'm I'm terrified of the terminology not being quite right because, holy shit, what is this section of the movie? It is. Mm. Let's just call it what it is. It's transphobic. Let's just let's just get it out in the open and, uh, you know, yeah. head it head on. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, unfortunately, you know, I I can't defend this. It's uh, it, it's of its time. It does not uh hold up well uh at all um unfortunately it's a yeah a little bit of a, a blight on the movie um i you know it's along with every other scene yes but yes go on i mean it, it's unfortunate because i do think you could have miss fontaine uh being like a very you know like strong uh you know character and having some rep representation in, in the movie i think that would actually be really cool and interesting uh, unfortunately, yeah, it is played off more, uh, you know, for humor and stuff. So it ends up being, uh, you know, more transphobic uh, than you would expect in a Leprechaun movie. I mean, there's, there's, there's um, elements to this. Like, it's meant to be a joke when she talks about getting an operation. It's a joke <laughs> when the guys are all basically scared of, like, sex with her. <laughs> where... where and for some reason, there's a weird scene where Miss Fontaine takes off the top and, like, shows the chest. And then there's a scene where the whole joke is that the leprechaun might be having sex with Miss Fontaine. And it turns out he's actually just killing her, but it's meant to look like he's having sex with Miss Fontaine. And everything about it is just, like, it's just, it's like a 10-minute section of the movie that is just one really poor-taste bad joke after one really poor-taste bad joke. And mm -hmm. it's not necessarily worse from a quality perspective to the rest of the movie because the whole movie is just bad, terrible jokes. But mm -hmm. this section is so problematic. Yeah, uh, you know, it's 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 very very unfortunate um, that you know it's a uh, you have to put like a little asterisk, uh, you know, when recommending the movie um, 
you know, b because of this, uh, this scene here. Um, and it's not but, like, you know, it's not like the theme of this doesn't come back up later either. For some reason, mm -hmm. out of nowhere at the ending, the only way they can infiltrate the leprechaun's hideout is by cross-dressing. Yeah, I mean, it's not like this is the last <laughs> time the subject in general comes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, at, at least that, though, there is a, a, a reason uh, for it. Uh, so, yeah, if, if it's the story. But, so um, reason, oh, oh, there's a reason for it? You think it's just... You, uh, you think this logically makes sense? They're like, well, how, do think, we, how are we going to get into his head? I'll tell you what, we'll pretend to they, be women. Do you think that makes sense? Because they do clearly state in the movie that, uh, you know, the uh, Lep has a hideout uh, at the, you know, top floor of this club and that he has been taking women uh, up there, presumably, you know, uh, to have sex with. So, uh, yes, it, it does make sense that, you know, that if the only people that can get up to this room are women, that they would have to, you know, become women. So that... there's, a, there's a reason for it. Uh, come on, it's contrived and stupid and forced, and it, it, it's you know it, it reeks of uh, there was that sitcom on like I think I want to say CBS. Buddies. <laughs> no, it was called uh, Working uh, It or something like that. It was about two uh, guys who can't get a job because the job market's really like against men, so they decide to pretend uh, to be women to get a job. And then it's just all the jokes of like, oh, all the men at the, the workplace find them attractive, and oh, you know, hilarity ensues, like all that shit. Um, I mean, that's I mean that's everything. Like, yeah, that was a a bigger thing back in the day. I mean, yeah, you have like you know Tootsie and like Mrs. Doubtfire and and stuff. Uh, which I you know some of it is you know like you can see what the intent was, and then yeah, obviously some of it looking through today's lenses you see oh yeah that is bad and in poor taste i mean the, the sitcom was like 2012 it wasn't that long ago but, um, oh okay oh i thought there was one in the 80s uh that no that i was talking about that so, no. okay sorry uh that, that's a, was a surprisingly recent for what it was well, uh, that's interesting yeah. <laughs> i, 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 I even, would not have thought that or even weight checks which i've never seen but every clip of weight checks i've ever seen has made me cringe with just how <laughs> terrible it looks um mm -hmm. i i I just, uh, everything about this just felt like it was coming from this mean, like, poor taste humor. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, then, like, all the other just, like, bad jokes and stuff. and Or even the whole plot of, like, like how they're going to defeat the leprechaun is to make him smoke four-leaf clovers. Yeah. Is, 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 the, <laughs> is, the, is, the, is the ultimate angle here. It's like, do you know what it is? This entire movie is a bad sketch that should be on Saturday Night Live that should last no more than five minutes. And somehow it gets stretched out to like a 90-something minute movie. That's, that, that's I it. I mean, well, I do agree that the Leprechaun should be on SNL. I would, uh, <laughs> I, I would tune in uh, on that for sure. Of course you would. Um, but no, I mean, I think this is a, um, you know, I, I do want to understand that, yeah, that, you know, particular scene, uh, yeah, it, you know, is troubling. And I would understand if someone wasn't able to enjoy the film uh, because of it. I do think it is a testament to oh the film, though, that, you know, it still ma manages to be as uh, enter entertaining as it is, uh, you know, despite having that what? flaw uh, that, <laughs> you know, I, I think that, you know, most people are able to look past it and still appreciate, you know, the art. Uh, you know, because of it. And, uh, I mean, 
let's face it this is a movie for dreamers i think anyone who, who's ever had a dream <laughs> that... <laughs> it's so shut this is this is unreal the spinning the spinning that's happening right now honestly it was during this troubling section uh mm. that i actually got the most excited for the review just because mm. i couldn't wait to hear what you were going to say i couldn't wait to hear how you tried to spin any of this into being good <laughs> okay, yeah you know i uh unfortunately you know not everything holds up in uh 2020 eyes um but you know it was a different world back then you know 2000 um you know 9 11 hadn't happened uh, <laughs> what, the, so... <laughs> what the fuck does that mean <laughs> 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 the, the, the movie is so repetitive so much of this movie is them go to a place interact with a character in this case miss fontaine later it's the reverend or whoever i mean uh, god forbid characters should go to a place right. in a movie uh, let me finish the point i'm trying to make you absolute so twerp. far your complaints have been that the characters say things <laughs> and that they go to places <laughs> Like, oh, sorry, I, I guess, <laughs> yeah, some movies shouldn't do that. They, they end up performing, right? And here it's the practice. At the church? Well, before the, and the, with Miss Fontaine, they're practicing oh, okay, in the okay. alley. And then oh, the yeah. neighbors hate it because it's too loud. Because, yes, it's the middle mm -hmm. of the night and they're lapping, ver rapping very loudly in the street. Of course, people are going <laughs> to complain. And then they they play the flute. Like, Postmaster P plays the, plays the, 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 the flute for a little bit. And it <laughs> leads to everyone loving it. So they end up with a crowd. And then all the leprechaun stuff happens, but the leprechaun shows up, and, uh, d like, so, so, Butch, there's a running thing with him where everyone knows he's not had sex yet, so even, mm -hmm. like, Postmaster P's mother is, like, making virgin jokes, it's really weird, <laughs> and, like, really one note, but mm -hmm. he apparently is very good with electronics and chemicals, and he, like, comes up mm -hmm. with, like, a, an electrocution or, like, fire starting plan to try and mm -hmm. kill the lep. Which obviously doesn't work because he's a leprechaun. He's he's like immortal or of whatever. Course, yeah. But, uh, so this is all <laughs> shite, obviously. Um, and then, yeah, they end up at the the church and like the reverend makes them perform, but they don't know how to rap about God or good things. So the crowd <laughs> gets really upset, and for some reason, randomly, as they point out at the back of the church, Coolio. Is just there for like two shots and then disappears and is never mentioned or seen from again. What's funny is, uh, yeah, he appears and I, I think, um, both me and my wife, I, I think we're like, is that Coolio? And then as soon as we said that, I think uh, one of the characters go, hey, that's Coolio. And, uh, I, I love it. I mean, you know, great to see him, uh, you know, pop up and, you know, show his support for the franchise. Uh, <laughs> the church scene in general, I think, is just a, a hoot. It's so funny to see, you know, them out of their element and, you know, having to, you know, being forced into a situation where, you know, they have to use their talents in, in a way that they hadn't thought of before. So they tried improvising uh, much to the, you know, chagrin of the church crowd to the point where people actually are leaving the church, which I think is funny, just people getting up and leaving the church uh, in, in, you know, disgust. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, they're able to actually turn it around and, and win the the crowd back with uh, magical powers uh which is you know was really entertaining to see is that a fact 
<laughs> Eventually, Mac Daddy shows up with his squad, and the Lep shows up. Uh, they trap the Lep in like a safe or something, which I swear also happened in the Leprechaun too. Uh, yeah. So, so this this movie uh, it's it's fresh, but it also has a lot of callbacks to the original series. It's a little bit of a love letter to the franchise while also being kind of like a fresh new start. Yeah, a love letter written out a cup like letters from a magazine, <laughs> ransom note style. <laughs> that kind of love letter, yes. Um so yeah, this is where we see that the leprechaun can actually like blast people like a shotgun just with like <laughs> thinking about it. Um to the point where Mac, Mac Daddy runs off because there's a whole thing here which is sort of like flipped at the end where Mac Daddy doesn't believe the leprechaun's behind him and the yeah. postmaster's like, hey, he's behind you. And uh, yeah, this is where it, it kind of shows off its postmodern humor because, like, they, you know, they do that, like, oh, well, he's right behind you. And the character actually comments on it, it's like, oh, come on, I'm not falling for that. That's the oldest trick in the book. But <clears throat> yeah, it's funny because. Yeah, in this case, it's uh, it's true, and then yeah, in the end, there's actually a delicious little callback to it. Uh, delicious, yeah. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> oh my god, this is I, I, I cannot like really quite explain just how bored and unfunny all this is like it like the the dialogue is is terrible like it just is and the, the performances are terrible the fact that these characters you mean the rap performances no the you, acting... if, if you don't if you don't like rap then yeah the you're acting... not gonna <laughs> the acting performances hey even if you do like rap you're probably gonna hate this movie because I, I don't imagine that people who are into rap are going to enjoy the rap in this it's pretty basic and dull stuff i mean i'm a little bit of a hip-hop head myself and <clears throat> you know i've been <laughs> singing lep in the hood all weekend <laughs> <laughs> of course you have yes that's the leprechaun gets a rap at the end credits yes yes thank, cares. thank god because that's like the one thing as you're watching the movie you, you're kind of you're not sure if they're gonna go there but you're kind of like you know clenching your fists on the chair and saying like is he gonna rap is he gonna rap please tell me he's gonna rap and then yes by the end they they knew what the fans wanted and they give it to you <laughs> give it to you hard <laughs> i really hate you sometimes <laughs> and i hate this movie i really do these characters decide to go to the competition, which apparently <laughs> all of the finals are in Vegas because mm. the the competition they go to and like sort of win, uh, mm. which is in a surprisingly small room. Again, I was really feeling the budget here, uh, mm. but they they win. You know, this this like you know they go to regionals or whatever. Like is the yeah. is the joke, um, but the leprechaun shows up and uses his telekinesis. He wants to flip back. He makes. Uh, stray bullet shoot himself in the head so he's dead now yeah this is a really tragic um this part of the movie because they are so close to getting off scot-free and uh you know this is a rare moment of decency from the leprechaun because he usually will still kill people even after he gets what he wants but uh you know he gets his flute back and you know 
he's essentially going to let him leave, but it's because, you know, they keep hounding him that he has to, you know, unfortunately show his cards and, yeah, force his uh, stray to shoot himself. And, geez, you can see, like, the pain and anguish on, you know, Postmaster P and Butch's face that they've just lost, you know, one of their comrades, one of their brothers in arms. Oh, my and God. It's, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I dare, even, like, the most macho, you know, alpha male, like, you know, strong dude, like, I, I dare them to not watch this and, like, shed a tear at this moment. Because it is a, this is like a, a gut punch for sure. I mean, I was crying a lot throughout this movie, but it had nothing to do with emotional gut punches. <laughs> it was all to do with just being in pain and miserable that I'm watching something that's this disastrous. Hey, I mean, and that's, a, if it's making you feel something, that's an effective movie to me. <laughs> Yes, hatred for filmmaking. Hope that no hope. Taking away all my hope that films can ever be good again. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I like the started death, to turn around. At the death, the death thing is really weird because it all because obviously the movie's not taking itself seriously at all, and then all of a sudden this scene's actually kind of dark. It's not that well executed, but it does like it is at least feeling a bit more serious. And then because I, I think it's weird that these characters never really learn their lesson. Because they're, they're mm -hmm. trying to basically fake success with this magic flute. And it never really has them realize or learn or understand that they're trying to take a shortcut, which means they don't deserve it. And therefore, like, they grow as characters. And I thought that maybe, you know, because the, the ending, when they put on the, the, the dresses and they go to pretend to try and, like, defeat the leprechaun, which doesn't work, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. And there's obviously all these weird scenes of the of the the, the the sex drones ladies uh just being like hypnotized and saying things like uh the leprechaun in the hood he's up to no good or or whatever um i yeah, do think I, yes well i i think ultimately what it comes down to is this is a modern shakespearean tragedy to the point where <clears throat> you know uh unfortunately you have this one member of the group who is basically like the conscience uh, of the group. He's the one that is always striving to, you know, push them towards being good. And unfortunately, once he is, you know, tragically taken out, uh, you know, pretty much all hope is lost and they are, you know, have turned to the, the dark side in a, you know, uh, Wait, what? Un unfortunate twist. Uh, you know, <laughs> and. Well, so, 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 what do you mean taken out? Postmaster's the last one standing right but when one stray is gone and they they basically like the conscience you know the jiminy cricket uh you know the the stray good wasn't the force. postmaster was the one who didn't want to do the crowds postmaster was the one no. who was rooting for <laughs> all of the 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 the, the well-intentioned music about positive <clears throat> things no i i think you need to, you're mistaken <laughs> no stray stray was the one who wanted to commit the crime stray is the one who was willing to like change all the lyrics to be about uh slapping bitches and whatnot mm. you might have to go back uh, and rewatch this <laughs> i think you're mm. you're missing a, a a key a key factor here which is you know this pivotal turning point of the film that yeah once uh no, you the know are you genuinely forget are you trying to wind me up or are you generally mixing up which character was which? Because you this is a complete swap of who they are. 
uh, it's a Shakespearean uh, twist oh you, you often God. see. <laughs> Stop there. saying Shakespearean! <laughs> you can't just call something Shakespearean and have it mean that it makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> oh. yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is that, you know, this tragedy has altered the group. Unfortunately, not not for the good. <laughs> Because what yeah, I was they... going to say is that I could see <laughs> the, 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 the attempt here at the end, the idea being that because 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 Postmaster didn't want to shoot anyone, he didn't want to use a gun, he ended up shooting Mac Daddy, although it never really addresses <laughs> the fact that once Mac, da- Mac Daddy turns out to be alive, Postmaster never seems relieved or like seems <laughs> to care or acknowledges it in any way, but whatever. But at the end of the movie, he's willing to just go out of his way to kill for revenge at the very end mm-hmm. after everything goes down and a better movie might have said that he becomes one of leprechaun's drones at the end because leprechaun takes takes control of him mm-hmm. and he basically becomes his wrapping puppet uh for the for mm-hmm. the ending um one might say he deserved that fate because he had you know he tragically chose to give up on his beliefs and became just another you know potential killer he wanted to just you know, he wanted to go for revenge instead of like sticking to his uh, his morals, but I don't think the movie is actually doing that. I think I'm actually giving it far too much credit and trying to give it more than it's actually got in the script. But yeah, I mean, like any good revenge movie, there is a a you know point where the character can either completely lose themselves, you know, to the revenge, or they can rise above it. And you know, again, that's why I think this you know movie yeah, ultimately it's going to, for a tragedy but according to you postmaster's not the one who had the morals <laughs> earlier on according to you that was stray bullet and stray bullet's already dead mm-hmm. yeah but what you would want is you want that motivation for him to rise up and say no uh you know we don't need this we can do this on our own you know but unfortunately they don't take that they take the you know the unfortunate uh route of you know, giving in to this desire for revenge, which ultimately is their downfall. And, you know, uh, you hate to see it, but, you know, it, it does give it this kind of ironic, tragic, you know, twist of fate ending, which, um, you know, for a horror movie, it's very, uh, you know, it, it leaves you with this sense of dread and, sorrow which um yeah i i thought was well done you are <laughs> <clears throat> i've said feel a shite far too much i can't just keep using that <laughs> phrase there's definitely there's definitely more um mm-hmm. yes welcome to streams after midnight where tim is full of shite uh <laughs> No, I, 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 look, this movie mm-hmm. is repetitive, it's cheap, it's thoroughly unfunny, it's downright problematic at several key points. It, it, it you know, the, 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 the writer's attitude towards, uh, the, the idea of a trans character or the idea of cross-dressing, um, always comes across in a really kind of mean-spirited way. It, it it's very odd that it keeps fixating on it. And top of that, 
you have extremely poor dialogue you have just so probably the least inventive leprechaun kills so far some of the kills in this are so boring and lame the way you just kind of strangle someone off the edge of a screen mm-hmm. or something like that uh versus you know some of the wacky stuff that you get up to in the previous movies um <coughs> i i you know even just comparing this to the previous leprechaun movies i think this one is really bad the fact that i, I already thought those were quite bad this one is absolutely horrendous I, this was a painful chore to get through i was basically crying for the ending uh halfway through this i was desperate to for it to finish desperate yeah i mean uh i, I disagree i, I think that <laughs> i'm shocked i'm shocked <laughs> I, I i think this is an interesting movie it's trying to do something different it's trying to set itself apart uh you know from the four previous films which i i applaud it for i think you know Unfortunately, not everything is uh, a glaring success, and they do have, you know, some problematic elements. Uh, but again, if you can get past it, I think you have um, a very interesting story with compelling characters um, that anyone who has ever had a dream that they try to follow can easily relate to and you know be wary of. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it employs you know multiple uh, you know. Uh, cinematic and literary techniques uh that i feel like mesh together to i don't know just honestly make a very compelling you know piece of art that um it you know feels like it stands out uh you know from the series but at the same time uh is fresh and inventive um and doing something different and um that's what the series has really been about Uh, i mean at this point you know uh it it starts off, um, you know, it's kind of like a typical horror movie. And then it, you know, it, inst- it doesn't try to keep doing the same thing over and over again. It, it, it wants to take you to new places. It wants to show you new, you know, things that the leprechaun can do and put them in new and different situations. Uh, so for me, it's a success on that level. Hey, Tim, can we drop the character for a minute? I actually <laughs> want to know what you think of this movie. Let's drop the character. <laughs> And actually get a, a genuine appraisal of how you feel about this. What I mean, I, I think it's a fun movie. I <laughs> yeah, I, I had a blast watching it. Yeah, you know, it, uh, it, yeah, it made me laugh. Uh, I you know always love seeing the left on film, and uh, yeah, I mean uh, again, you know, there's the problematic element which I did not enjoy. So that was a shame. But I mean, other than that, you know, it's a good time all around. I can't even begin to <laughs> fathom what different version of this you watched that you came out with that opinion. Because that, this, it's trash. It's, 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 I mean, it, it feels like a cheap direct-to-video slash TV. I mean, there was hell. There was fades to black. They feel like commercial breaks, to be honest, at various points. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality of everything in this is just that of something that has been shot out for name value that they can make a quick buck on that has very little value so, it so yes. you do agree that the leprechaun series has name value and a direct-to-video cheap like knockoff kind of <laughs> we can make a quick bit of money way yeah sure they also made four <laughs> scorpion king movies it doesn't really mean that much tim <laughs> yeah okay. i i i you know it actually feels like a, a step down from the previous four which is impressive honestly it's impressive how it feels even cheaper than those. So, 
<laughs> are we rating That's it? I, I guess we're at the rating it sure. portion of this. Uh, what, what are you giving Leprechaun 5 in the hood? Uh, I mean, it's not my favorite of the series, uh, for sure. Um, I, I think there's still a lot of interesting stuff to be had and to be said about it. Um, I, again, um, there are some dated problematic elements that unfortunately is going to drive down my score a bit. So I can't give it as high of a rating as I want. So I don't know if this is my lowest rating of the series but i think i'm gonna go with a 6.5 i'm surprised also who when when uh ice t and the other dude in the 70s mm-hmm. like find the the underground lair where the leprechaun stuff is before they break right. down the wall there's like a like a half-eaten cheeseburger like sitting there <laughs> like who who did that belong to i'm conf- like there's one of those questions uh <laughs> A ninja turtle, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, yeah, this is like... 2 out of 10. Wow. <laughs> I, I think this is mm-hmm. one of the worst things we've ever reviewed on this show. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's garbage. <laughs> this is worse than The Boy. It's worse than so many things we've done. It's... <laughs> This was okay. a painful experience. And I, I think saying that it's almost as bad as Evil Bong is kind of the best comparison it can make. It has a lot of the the bad humor, uh, no atmosphere sort of like feel that does. It's not quite as bad as that because that was like monumentally terrible. But uh, yeah, there's no atmosphere. Everything just feels like, you know, it's bright daylight or whatever. There's no style to it. There's no feeling to it. Everything just feels like it's a shot for TV movie. Just nothing with really generic, stereotypical characters who have nothing remotely unique or interesting to say. It feels like just a line of cliches for bad humor's sake. And quite frankly, uh, you know, uh, I hold whoever's responsible for this uh, on a list. That one day <laughs> might be relevant. Okay. What? <laughs> what does that mean? They're on the list. They're on the list. I don't know if it's a revenge list or if it's a okay. a list for I don't know, like I don't know, Satan to, to to punish the wicked. I don't know. Be interested to see who else is on this list. <laughs> oh, you're curious if your name's on there. Oh, don't, don't you worry. Don't you worry. You're the reason why we're doing these stupid leprechaun movies, so I, I do blame you. Uh, hey, the fans love them. <laughs> I hold you perfectly accountable for this nonsense. <laughs> this, oh, yeah, this this movie is just trash. <laughs> uh, so that's two out of ten, and uh, an absurd six point five, I think, from uh, from Tim there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably J.K. Rowling's favorite leprechaun movie. <laughs> sure. As a topical joke for the episode. Mm. Um so yeah. Because I, of the magic. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke I was making. Uh so Yeah, we're I guess we're done. Yeah, we're done. If you made it this far <laughs> to the end, end of the review, um simply put the word or the name Mac Daddy. Put Mac Daddy in the comments. <laughs> 
uh, to let us know you got this far. Uh, of course, I'm going to make Tim pose for the thumbnail. I am terrified to think what this is going to be. Three, two, one, pose. <laughs> I guess that'll do. Uh, two thumbs up. Oh yeah, sure. All the way up. All the way up your ass. <laughs> Support us on Patreon, if you wish. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash TV to keep all the content coming. And same goes for liking, subscribing, all those things. Liking super important on YouTube. We don't emphasize it enough, and we really should. Uh, at the risk of being cliched YouTubers, we're like, smash that like button. Uh, I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, it does help. Uh, so do that. Get us on Twitter, at Screams Midnight. Pretend, <laughs> pretend it's a Leprechaun movie and like it. <laughs> Get us on Twitter at Screams Midnight, mm. and of course, uh, you know, check out other content from Elfus TV. And of course, this episode has been recorded in advance, but this one, well, this one's going out in November, mm-hmm. so this one actually isn't quite at the uh, Tim's on paternity leave yet. We're st- we'll still be recording <coughs> episodes at this point, mm-hmm. but uh, yes. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That's Leprechaun in the Hood. The only solace I have is that it's another one down, and therefore there's only a few left. There's only one more with Warwick Davis. And then we're on to the mm. one that's going to make Tim in pain, the the awful reboot, which <laughs> I've not seen, but I've heard nothing but bad things. And I'm sure I'll mm. hate it too, but I, I'm hoping it's going to personally offend him. I'm hoping it's going to really upset him. Mm. That's my hope. So. Yeah. Well, that might be... <laughs> look out for yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, look forward to that. That has been Leprechaun in the Hood. Thankfully it's over. Like that. This was. The, I, I enjoyed Rumpelstiltskin more than this. The rump had some laughs. <laughs> that was better than this shite. So thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time. <laughs>